the title of the message is The Blessing of Obedience. The Blessing of Obedience. Anytime you obey God, a blessing will activate. Let me say that again. Anytime you obey God, a blessing will activate. Jesus said, blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Who hear the word of God and obey it. Let's take a look at that scripture right there. Dave, can you bring that up? Blessed are those, let's say this together. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it. The Lord Jesus gives us sometimes simple requests, and often those requests serve as a stepping stone into some of life's most amazing and wonderful blessings. And there is a great example of this in the Word of God in the life of Peter, where Jesus asked him to do some very simple things, some very simple tasks. And if we follow the story, if we follow what's happening in the story, we'll see that when Peter followed those first simple little tasks and responded in obedience, that it opened the door in the moment for greater blessings to be realized. And so if you have a Bible, if you turn to Luke chapter 5, verse 1, Luke chapter 5, verse 1, we're going to see a great example of this. Luke chapter 5, verse 1, it says this, One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge. For the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon Peter, its owner, to push it out into the water. So you see Jesus, the Lord Jesus, wanted to use Peter's boat as a floating platform to preach, to which he would address the large crowd. So he asked Peter to push the boat out a little way from the shore, which in and of itself is not a very huge request. But Peter's obedience to Jesus' request paved the way for a life-changing blessing. Now, one small request and one small act of obedience caused there to be greater blessing. Now, we, we, we learn here in this example how essential it is to obey God even in the smallest ways. The big crowd is the one who received the first blessing of Peter's obedience. The people could now clearly hear Jesus' words. So verse 3 continues. So Jesus sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon Peter, Now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. It's almost as if to say, Peter, you listened to me the first time. You obeyed the first time. Now let's go deeper with this. Let's go deeper with your blessing. How many know that that's so true in our own lives when we just obey in those simple little things that God begins to open the door even more? 
So Peter is faced with another opportunity to say yes or to say no to the Lord Jesus. He could have said no in those moments, especially because Peter knew what he was doing when it came to fishing. And he was an experienced fisherman. Jesus was a carpenter, not a fisherman. And so you're having someone who's a carpenter tell an experienced fisherman that, you know, some instruction in what to do and how to fish. And sometimes God is asking you to do something beyond what you, what your experience is, beyond your knowledge, because he knows more, doesn't he? (laughs) And he has blessings in store for us, and he wants us to obey. Peter's knowledge of being a seasoned fisherman was an experience that he not only had from years of fishing, but he also had the experience of trying to fish all night, that he had that experience with him, not only experienced, but had the experience of fishing all night and catching nothing. And so he had to overcome both of those in his mind and his pride, I think, right? We all would. And it's remarkable what he chose to do. Peter chose to obey. He chose to let go of his own thinking. He chose to let go of his own experience. He chose to let go of his pride. And he even chose to let go of his natural thinking in the moment and to listen to the master. Now, take a look at verse 5 there. Master, Simon Peter replied, we've worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. Now, watch this. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down. If you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time, their nets came up so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners to the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. That's so awesome. You know, these boats were low riding it. I mean, because they were so, they're like, man, what, look at this. This is awesome, you know? And then verse 8 says, when Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, oh, Lord, please leave me. I am such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. They knew exactly what had happened. And Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. That may be the biggest blessing right there, is that they had responded in little ways and began to see the miracle hand of God so much so that they said, all right, we're done. We're done we're leaving everything. That's pretty big. That's amazing. We're, we're leaving everything, and we're going to come and follow you because you are the Messiah. Saying yes to Jesus not only brought a miracle for Peter, but everyone around them was blessed as well. The partners in the job, the, the people that experienced this blessing. So I have, this morning, I have three reasons why obedience is crucial in being successful 
in the Christian life. Three reasons why obedience is crucial to being successful in the Christian life. The first one is that obeying God in the small things is an essential step in receiving God's greater blessings. We've talked about that. Greater blessings and greater opportunities. What if Peter said to himself as Jesus is there, you know, I, I'm too busy right now for, for that, Lord. And, and I've got nets to clean, and I need to get ready for another night of misery. <laughs> How many times do we do the same thing, you know? Uh, Lord, I know you're a miracle-working God, but i got to figure out this life on my own. And I'll be over here cleaning my nets and just get, right, getting ready to go into more misery and more trouble. And, and so a lot of times people, we handle life that way. And, you know, Lord, going out right now again would be a waste of my time and energy based on what I've seen. How many times do we do the same? We make excuses for the simple things that God is asking us to do. It's a lot like following directions, isn't it? Following directions. Oh, boy. You know, it's like putting together a table from Ikea. You know, you've got the directions. Guys are notorious for this, for not following directions. You know what? What do we say? Guys, we say, I got this. All right? I got this. And we throw, we toss the instructions aside, and then we start into it. And some of those things... You get steps down the road. If you're starting to glue things together and you're not following directions, sometimes, I just might be some experience here, sometimes you're pulling that thing apart as fast as you can before that glue sets because you realize that you didn't read the instructions or follow them closely what they were saying, right? And how much more is God, who is the, the engineer of life, has given us his instruction book. He's given us directions, and it's a manual of life that we need to read very closely to follow step-by-step what those instructions are saying, to listen to what the master is saying in those instructions, and to follow through and actually obey and do what those words are saying. And if we follow him and follow his words step-by-step, That means be in the word of God every day. That means not just read it, but pray through it. Not just read and pray, but actually let it sink in to the point of application. When you read the word of God, it's so important to, when you're reading it, Lord, how is this going to change my life right now? And what do I need to change? What do I need to do right now as I'm reading? Not just reading and skimming through it and just getting a bunch of head knowledge, but actually applying it line by line. What is this saying to me, and what do I need to obey in what God is telling me? If Peter would have said anything less than yes to the Lord, he would have missed the greatest fishing experience of his life. Wow. The greatest fishing experience of his life. He had never seen, and none of them had ever seen anything like that. Wow. Just because he said yes to Jesus. The Lord arranged a miracle, a miracle that Peter and all the who were there, a miracle that would never, ever be forgotten. How many times do you have miracles in your life? You, 
obeyed the Lord, you saw a miracle, he came in and blessed you, and you still remember that miracle to this day. Amen. I've got so many. I could, I could sit here for hours and tell you miracle after miracle in this church, in my own life. You know, you know and experience those miracles, and we remember them for life. We remember them for life. Many times God's greatest blessings come as a result of our willingness to do something that appears to be very insignificant. But you know, and the Holy Spirit is whispering to your spirit and telling you to do something, and you're feeling some conviction about it. And those are those moments that we respond to him as an act of obedience. It's a personal, specific word to you based on the word of God. We respond to those, and then the blessings of that obedience come, and it begins to unfold, doesn't it? And it's so awesome. It's so awesome. Is there anything you have rationalized off by saying, you know, what the Lord is saying is too difficult, or, or I don't want to, or here's a classic, I have to pray about it first. <laughs> oh, man, I've been, I've been in that boat before. You know, let me, let me pray about that. You, you, you know the Lord's involved in it. I got a little funny story with that. Um, when I was at a, a home church, you know, there were some praying ladies in that church, and I was very young, and they, they knew how to reel me in and as far as the things of the Lord. And I remember one time <laughs> there was a, a midweek service, and I wasn't going to it. I was kind of new, and I was going to the Sunday service. And they said, well, why don't you come to, the, to the, the midweek service? Why don't you come to the Wednesday night service? And I said, oh, yeah, I'd love to sometime. I said something to the effect of, let me pray about it. It was one of those. And I said, well, the Lord willing, the Lord willing, you know, that's what the Bible says, the Lord willing. And they responded back. One of the ladies said, oh, he's willing. <laughs> he's willing. Are you willing? Okay, I'm there. I'm there. You got me. You got me. What are the small things that Jesus is asking you to do in these moments? So obeying God in small matters is an essential step in receiving God's greater blessings. That's the first point. The second one is our obedience always impacts and blesses others. Our obedience always impacts and blesses others. Think of how many people were blessed in Peter's obedience. The crowd could not see the Lord or hear his lesson from the from the boat that, that I mean, from where he was, and now he's in the boat, and now there is this great platform by which Jesus could speak. So the crowd was blessed. Think about this also. Jesus himself was blessed by Peter's obedience because he was able to sit down in the comfort of that boat and preach to the crowd. Jesus was blessed as well. And Peter's friends had a huge, profitable day that day. They were blessed by his obedience, the boats full of fish that began to almost even sink. But even more importantly, they had the opportunity to witness the Lord's supernatural power and provision, all because Peter heard the voice of the Lord and responded to it and obeyed God often blesses those close to us when we obey. Isn't that so true? He blesses those close to us 
when we obey. When a parent obeys the Lord, the entire family reaps the reward of God's blessing. Some people need to hear that today. A child who blesses, a child who is obedient blesses the heart of his or her parents. When we live obedient lives, those who know us and love us will sense the peace and joy that he has given to us by our obedience to the Lord. Instead of conflict in the home, there will be contentment, so many blessings for simple, everyday obedience. So our, our obedience always impacts and blesses others. And then the, the last one, number three, when we obey God, we will never be disappointed. We will never be disappointed. Jesus turned an empty boat into a boat full of fish. Jesus never disappoints. Amen. Peter had a problem. He didn't have any fish and he was a fisherman. The problem was no fish. And some of you have problems that seem to have no answer. You need provision, you need healing, you need deliverance. And Jesus has a word for you today, and he will not disappoint you. Amen? Obeying God is always the wisest course of action. Jesus can take your situation and turn it into a miracle. An empty boat, an empty bank account, an empty marriage, an empty career, Jesus can cause you to overflow with blessings. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Amen. Did you notice that with Peter, this need that, of course, was an empty boat with no fish, but that's not where Jesus started with Peter. And you know what? I think the same is true with each one of us. He doesn't start with the big problem that's right in front of us that we think is so gigantic and, God, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. I don't know how this is going to come through or whatever the big issue is. He doesn't start so much there as much as he's starting in a different place that will take him to that place. You follow what I'm saying there? When Peter obeyed, he was able to move into greater areas of miracle And even more than that, Jesus was able to call him into greater things. Now, those small things, if we respond in the small things, then God says, okay, now I can be the Lord of this bigger problem that you're dealing with. But until you respond to me in the little things, I can't provide for you in the bigger things. Does that make sense? We thank God if, if you just land the miracle when he's over here saying, are you listening to what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Are you responding to what I'm saying to you? Because I can bless you in so many ways. It starts with those small things, and then the blessings begin to flow. Look at I just three scriptures. Look at this. Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 2. Now it shall come to pass... If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all of his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above the nations, he's talking to Israel, above all the earth, and all these blessings 
shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. And if you're familiar with that chapter, you know that that whole chapter is full of blessing after blessing after blessing. You'll be blessed here. Your bread basket will be blessed. Your home will be blessed. You'll be blessed when you come in and when you go out. I'll bless you as the head and not the tail. I mean, all these things. And you read them. And then the chapter after that, you really don't want to and I don't get into too much detail because it's all the curses that if you don't obey, it's a curse this, curse that. Oh, Lord, I don't even want that. I don't want that at all. I want to hear you and obey you the first time. Amen? First Samuel fifteen twenty two to obey is better than sacrifice. To obey is better than sacrifice. Leviticus 26, 3 through 5, if you follow my decrees, the Lord says, and are careful to obey my commands, I will send you the seasonal rains. The land will then yield its crops, and the trees of the field will produce their fruit. Your threshing season, listen to this, your threshing season will overlap with the grape harvest, and your grape harvest will overlap with the season of the planting grain. You will eat your fill and live securely in your own land. And this message is not only for us, but it's for our nation, isn't it? America, come back to listening to God again. Come back to your roots and listening to the Lord Jesus Christ and obey what he's telling you in the word of God. And when you do, he will begin to bless your land again. Amen. We need that now more than ever, don't we? Obedience always leads to blessings. Let me say that again. Obedience always leads to blessings. For some of you, God has been telling you for a long time to forgive somebody. And you've been putting it off and saying, no, I'll deal with that later. God's telling you to deal with it now. Because when you deal with it and you forgive that person and you put it away, it doesn't make what they did right. It just means that you're free from what they did. And so you can move on with your life and you can be blessed if you simply listen and obey the Lord and take that step of faith and obey what the Lord is telling you. I love Corey Ten Boom. When she was out of the concentration camp, she came in contact with the person that was, had beat up her sister in the concentration camp. And he said, I too, Corey, have received Jesus into my life, and I ask you to forgive me for what I did to your sister when I beat her up. And she said, immediately I got angry the feeling. And then in the same moment, all this is happening in a split second. In the same moment, she said, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Corey, this, you need to forgive him. And she said, by faith, by faith, I stuck out my hand to shake his hand. And it was an act of faith because I did not feel like doing that at all. She said, I was angry at him. I put out my hand. I smiled at him and she said, I, brother, I forgive you. And she said the moment that she did that, she felt a warmth from her heart go all the way down through her hand, the love of God. And she said the presence of God came over her and saying to Corey, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. So forgive. Maybe for some of you, God is telling you to watch your tone with your spouse to be more kind and be more gentle, more loving? What are the little things that God is speaking to you, those little things of obedience? 
For some of you, God has been calling you to help others and not just think about yourself, to step out and to be someone who is a person of outreach and person who loves other people instead of it's just always my problems, it's always my circumstances, and I'm in my own little world and corner, and all I care about is myself. Maybe God is telling you to break out of that and to to love people and get out of yourself. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. Don't look around at the people next to you and and point at them, especially if it's your spouse, okay? All right. (laughs) Too late. Too late. (laughs) Uh, Maybe there's someone God wants you to share the gospel with, the good news, and he's been prompting your heart, and you need to take that step of faith. And when you do, God will give you the boldness, and he'll make the divine appointment for that moment to, to happen. Peter took that step and he was forever blessed. For some of you, your next step is to simply invite Jesus to come in to your heart. And some people will go for years and decades and hear the gospel message but never respond. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. He is the only way. He's been knocking at the door to your heart. And some of you, it's been for decades. And you need to respond to him today and stop putting it off and say, Jesus, I'm inviting you in to be my savior and be the Lord of my life. You know what you need to do. You know how you need to respond to him. And so I'm going to ask us to take that step of faith today. Whatever it is he's telling you to do, however he's telling you to respond, respond to him and the doors of greater blessing will open to your life.